Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Fusion Church. Monday morning, praise God. Moderation on Monday is finally here. The beginning of a fresh week. You know, we had such an awesome, awesome service yesterday. Cumberland County was rocking. Man, we had first-time visitors. We had salvation. We had prayer. Oh, we had it all, you know, and God is good, and God is on the move. This morning, we're in Deuteronomy 29. Let us begin with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this hour. We thank you for your word. We thank you for everyone who is watching and listening. Oh, Lord God, I pray you bless them, and I pray that you would just speak to them this morning. Let it be you and not us. Thank you again for all your blessings and all the benefits that you have given us. And we ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right. Come on. You stretch it out. Wake up a little bit. I know some of you are still sleepy. So come on. Let's get with the program. And my beautiful son is going to be reading the word this morning. Good morning. We are in Deuteronomy 29, and I am reading from the New King James Version. These are the words of the covenant which the Lord commanded Moses to make with the children of Israel in the land of Moab, besides the covenant which he made with them in Horeb. Now Moses called all Israel and said to them, you have seen all that the Lord did before your eyes in the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his servants and to all his land. The great trials which your eyes have seen, the signs and whose great wonders, yet the Lord has not given you a heart to perceive and eyes to see and ears to hear to this very day. And I have led you 40 years in the wilderness. Your clothes have not worn out on you, and your sandals have not worn out on your feet. You have not eaten bread, nor have you drunk wine or similar drink, that you may know that I am the Lord your God. And when you came to this place, Sihon, king of Heshbon, and Og, king of Bashan, came out against us in battle, and we conquered them. We took their land and gave it as an inheritance to the Reubenites, to the Gadites, and to half the tribe of Manasseh. Therefore, keep the words of this covenant and do them, that you may prosper in all that you do. All of you stand today before the Lord your God, your leaders and your tribes and your elders and your officers, all the men of Israel, your little ones and your wives, also the stranger who is in your camp, from the one who cuts your wood to the one who draws your water, that you may enter into covenant with the Lord your God and into his oath, which the Lord your God makes with you today. That he may establish you today as a people for himself and that he may be God to you, just as he has spoken to you and just as he has sworn to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I make this covenant and this oath, not with you alone, but with him who stands here with us today before the Lord our God, as well as with him who is not here with us today. For you know that we dwelt in the land of Egypt and that we came through the nations, which you passed by, and you saw saw their abominations and their idols, which were among them, wood and stone and silver and gold so that there may 
not be among you, man or woman or family or tribe, whose heart turns away today from the Lord our God to go and serve the gods of these nations, and that there may not be among you a root bearing bitterness or wormwood. And so it may not happen when he hears the words of this curse that he blesses himself in his heart, saying, I shall have peace, even though I follow the dictates of my heart, as though the drunkard could be included with the sober. The Lord will not spare him, for when the anger of the Lord and his jealousy would burn against that man, and every curse that is written in this book would settle on him, and the Lord would blot out his name from under heaven, and the Lord would separate him from all the tribes of Israel for adversity according to all the curses of the covenant that are written in this book of the law so that the coming generation of your children who rise up after you and the foreigner who comes from a from a far land would say when they see the plagues of the land and the sickness which the lord has laid on it the whole land is brimstone salt and burning it is not sown nor does it bear nor does any grass grow there like the over, overthrow of sodom and gomorrah adma and zebon which the lord overthrew in his anger and his wrath all nations would say, why has the Lord done so to this land? What does the heat of this great anger mean? Then people would say, because they have forsaken the covenant of the Lord God of their fathers, which he made with them when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. For they went and served other gods and worshiped them, gods that they did not know and that he did not give to them. Then the anger of the Lord was aroused against this land to bring on it every curse that was written in the book. And the Lord uprooted them from their land in anger and wrath and in great indignation and cast them into another land as it is this day. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may all do the words of this law. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jason. Amen. Stretch it again if you need to this morning. Wow. Another chapter full of blessings and yet again of curses of what the Lord would do for disobedience, you know, and and it starts off and it starts off with a reminder, you know, uh, the Lord told Moses, you know, to get the people together, to gather them up that he's about to, you know, in, in verse one, you know, if they put another, a new covenant with them, you know, besides the one that he made earlier in chapter one, then it says in verse two, and Moses called Israel and said to them, you have seen you know, you have seen all what God did before your eyes, you know, so, you know, it was a reminder of where they came from. The Lord was reminding them, you know, that they came from Egypt and what took place in Egypt, you know, and, and in Exodus 19.4, it says, you know, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. In other words, you know, what? They saw what he did, but yet again, the mercy of God upon his people, that he says that I bore you as wings of eagle, eagles, you know, so, and I brought you to myself. The Lord is always trying to draw us to him, trying to, to guide us to him. And he was reminding them, look where I brought you from, you know, you know, so here, you know, we see the protection of God, you know. From all the trials that they that they face in Egypt. And it goes into verse three, it says, The great trials which your eyes have seen, the signs and great wonders. Signs and great wonders, you know. And the Lord did, you know, the, I was reading the word this morning, and the Lord just pumped, you know, gave me this uh this verse in, in, in Psalms 103, you know, and 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 I wasn't even thinking about this at the moment. 
but that the Lord just, you know, he just talked my heart in. And in Psalms 103, and I believe uh, somebody needs to hear this this morning, you know, because, you know, we need to remember what the Lord has brought us from, you know, and in Psalms 103 uh, verses one, it says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, all his benefits just means all the times that God has blessed you, all the time that God has come through for you. We need to remind ourselves who we are and where we came from and the blessing that God has bestowed upon us. It says in verse three, who forgives all your iniquities, all of our sins he forgives, who heals all of your diseases, for he is our healer. He is our restorer, you know, who redeemed your life from destruction. We were all headed towards destruction, just like, just like Israel was. But he redeemed us from destruction. And also he says there, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. So his hand is extended to us. And in verse 5, it says, who satisfies your mouth with good things. Come on now who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles, you know, as our youth is renewed as like the eagles. And I'm telling you what, as we get older in life, we need to be renewed <laughs> like the eagles. We need every once in a while, you know, to see that. But that's for somebody here this morning that needed to hear Psalms 103, 1 through 5. When you get a moment later on, just read that to yourself because that is the benefit of the Lord and that is the blessing of the Lord. Now, getting back to Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, you know, in, chapter, in verse 4, it says, in chapter 29, it says, Yet the Lord has not given your heart to perceive and eyes to see and ears to hear. You know, in other words, you know, God did not force himself upon anybody and he never does. He never does. He has given us all a free will, a free will to choose, just like he did Israel, a free will to choose. But God makes his truth available to all people, but they choose to harden their hearts and also to turn away from the Lord. So we all have that free will. And he was reminding them where they came from. He says in verse 5, and I have led you 40 years in the wilderness. In other words, you know, he showed, God was showing his faithfulness that even though they turn against him, even though they sin, even though they, they refuse at moments to not to hear him, he was faithful to them those 40 years. Faithful to them those 40 years. Uh, and continuing on in verse 5, it says, your clothes have not worn out on you, and your sandals have not worn out your feet, you know, from your feet. You know, those 40 years, that journey that they took, you know, that would have taken them 11 days. Come on, 11 days that journey should have taken them. But sin cost them all that time. 40 years that they had to spend. Because if you look at Deuteronomy 1, verse 2, it says, it is 11 days journey, you know, from Herod by the way of Mount Seir to Kandash, Benoah. You know what I mean? In other words, 
you know, it would just take them 11 days, you know. But, you know, again, there was a delay. Why? Because of what they, how they sin, you know. And not all delays are related, uh, are related to sin. Sometimes God is trying to show you something as you wait upon him. You know, in this delay, you know, that sometimes that we go through, you know, we must trust God. We must rely upon him that he knows what he is doing. Come on. You know how you how we are sometimes. Sometimes we want to tell God how we want it. We want to tell God I want to A, B and C, you know, and God says, no, I'm going to do D, E, F and G, you know, and then go back to A, B and C. Sometimes we don't get it the way we want it, you know. But God knows what he is doing. And then, and then, and also, this is only for a season, you know. So we need to make sure that we that we stay focused on the Lord, you know, that 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 God, you know, will bless us along the way. Because look how he blessed them. He says that their clothes never wore out. Now, we as parents, we know how kids can go through clothes. Come on. We know how, especially the new, the new babies, come on now. They have to wear a different outfit every other week. You know, they're growing up, you know. But it says here that the, the outfits never worn. In Deuteronomy 8.4, it says, you know, your garments did not wear out on you, nor did your foot swell. These 40 years, that means that they were walking in health. Their feet never swell. You know, their sandals never wore out. You know, and, and so God was showing them his mercy, his loving kindness, his caring for us. You know, and Nehemiah uh, 921, it says, 40 years, you, God, sustained them in the wilderness. They lack nothing. They lack nothing. May I say it again? They lack nothing. In those 40 years in the desert that they walked uh, in the desert, you know, because of their disobedience, God was still faithful and God blessed them. And he says there that they lack nothing. You know, how many of us today can say that we lack nothing? I just need a question, you know, because sometimes, you know, we're always waiting for this and waiting for that or like this to happen or that to happen. But it says here, they lack nothing. It says there, their clothes did not wear out. And again, it says their feet did not swell. Because God was concerned with every detail in their lives, just like he's concerned with the details in your life. That just because something has not happened, you know, and sometimes we may think or we may feel that we are in the desert, that we're walking through the desert. Sometimes we may we may say, where is God? Where is God today? You know, because of what we're going through. But God is saying here, you know, remember what I did. Remember how I brought you through. Remember that I was there. Remember, I remember myself going through some tough times and not having money and not having what I need there that I had to make do with certain things. You know, I re, um, reminds me again, I remember one time that I needed a car and, and, and somebody gave me a little car, but guess what? I could see the road under my feet as I was driving this car. It was falling apart, 
But you know what? God provided me a vehicle. I was still blessed. And yes, even though I had to change that cardboard on the ground, on the floor, every time it rained, <laughs> every time it rained, I could see the ground again. But, you know, God provided me wheels, you know, so I had to be grateful to the Lord because he was sustaining me. He was making a way for us. You know, we cannot forget those blessings of the Lord that he makes a way. You know, he says in verse nine, therefore, therefore, keep the word of the covenant. Keep the words of this covenant. Keep the word of God and do them that you may prosper in all you do. God is telling us to keep his word, to trust him, to obey him, you know. And if we do what, what he says, that we may prosper in all, in all. It doesn't say some things. It doesn't say some things. He says, in all that you do, that if as long as I keep God as my focus, as long as I keep moving forward, we cannot stay stagnant. We got to keep moving. We got to be people of motion, people that are going forward. We cannot stop just because everybody else is taking a break. We cannot stop just because society tells us, you know, you can't go no further. We can go for, forward in the Lord, you know, by keeping the word of the Lord, blessings will come and blessings will overtake you. And if you were reading um, uh, the, the chapter 28 of last last, uh, last week, you know, it talks about blessings. It talks about blessings in chapter 28, verse 2. And it says, all these, all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. I, I want a blessing to overtake me this morning. <laughs> I want a blessing to overtake. I want one to come this way and one from this side and one from the back and one from the front. You know why? Because I love the Lord and we love the Lord. So therefore, you know, overtake us, God, with your blessing. Because it said that overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord. What is God asking of us this morning? What is God telling us this morning? But not only that, but look, in, in, in back in uh, Deuteronomy 28, you know, he says blessing. He says blessings in the city, blessing in the country, blessing with your children, increase of what you have, blessing in the basket and in the bowl. In other words, whatever God has given you, he will bless. He will bless. Blessing coming in and blessing going out. Woo I like that one. Blessings coming in and blessings going out. The Lord will defend you from your enemies. He will fight your battles for you. You know, the Lord will command blessings on your house. And who doesn't need blessings in the house? I need blessing in the house. I need blessings over my children, even over my children's children. Yeah, because, you know, when we get our age, at least, at least my age, you know what I mean? When you have grandkids. That's the next generation, the third generation over. I want blessings to be upon them, you know, and the whole, you know, and God will do whatever he, 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 he has to do to bless us. And those are the blessings. But yet again, along with blessings, if we don't do the will of the Lord, if we disobey the Lord and also continuing on in, in Deuteronomy 28 verses 15 to 68, they're all about the curse. If you don't do this, if you do the opposite of what God is asking, all these things will come upon you, you know, you know, and, and the thing is that all we need to do is to trust God. All we need to do is to obey his word. You know, God's blessing is not only for us, but it's also for our children. It says that there in, in verse 
14 and uh, Deuteronomy 29, it says, I will make this covenant with you and this oath, not only with you alone, but with him who stands here with us today before the Lord our God, as well as with him who is not here. That is talking about the, my children and my children's children, the next generation. Our blessing is not only for us, it's for our kids. It's for our homes. It's for our family. God's blessing, you know, you know, it's 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 there, you know, and we and we need to to embrace it. That's why, you know, earlier I was talking about, you know, at the uh, Psalms, you know, one or three. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. You know, because He is worthy to receive our praise. He is worthy to receive our worship. He is worthy to receive it all. And when we focus on Him, and when we praise Him, and when we turn to Him, you know, He has a way of turning things around. And just because you know they took they took them forty years, you know, for you know to get through the desert, you know. And sometimes we feel like we it's taking us that long. But God is in control. God is faithful. And God will, will, they will bless you. And God will make a way. All we need to do is to continue to move forward. You know, blessings, you know, that we've been waiting for, for our families, blessings that we've been waiting on the Lord for will come to pass. All we need to do is be obedient to his word that he's trying to tell us here. You know, because he says, you know, this chapter, you know, it starts off with God's reminding us who we are, you know, where we came from. You know, God is saying, you know, don't forget what happened. Don't forget how I moved. You know, and like I said earlier, God always provides. He provided me with a car that I said earlier. He provided me with groceries on my front steps when I needed it. He provided me with a check, you know, that came in the mail that I wasn't expecting in a time that we were living in very difficult times. You know, but God made a way, you know, God made a way. And we need to be persistent with our praise. We need to be persistent with our prayer. We need to be persistent in who we are, you know, in the Lord, because God will honor you. God will bless you and God will keep you. You know, it, it, it was for me, you know, an honor to, you know, to, to be in, in the Fusion, you know, Freedom Conference this particular season, you know, because what I witnessed there, I witnessed, you know, the, the Hernandez clan in action, you know, and, 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 and for me, you know, thinking back about it, you know, those were prayers. Those were prayers that we pray over our kids. Those were prayers that sometimes when they weren't doing the right thing, you'll be going like this. Oh, my God, when are they going to get it? When are they going to get it? But in due season. In due season, God has a way of turning things around, and God has a way of bringing things, you know, to to, to what He wants, you know. So in that conference, you know, I saw my sons, Jason, uh, Pastor Pastor Jason, excuse me, Pastor Jason, <laughs> and, and and my son Matthew ministering from the front, and 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 my and my beautiful daughter Sandra ministering with the women. Come on now, ministry, and I saw that. And I'm here praying with people, but in, the, in reality, more sometimes my tears were because of what I was seeing, that I was seeing my kids. And that took time and that took energy uh, to, to get us to this point that I could see my whole family there, you know, worshiping the Lord and ministering to the Lord. And guess what? God's not done yet because my other daughter in Florida, you know, she's coming. She's coming. 
She's coming because that has been our prayer that she's going to come and that she's going to be a blessing and that she is a blessing, you know, because she belongs to us. She belongs, you know, in my house, you know, so God is on the move, you know, just because we haven't seen it yet. That doesn't mean that he that he's delaying it or he's denying it. You know, there's a reason for everything because God takes his time. And I know that 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 we as humans, you know, you know, our time is like we want it yesterday. We want it yesterday. I can't wait till tomorrow, you know, but God is telling us sometimes what I'm doing. I'm doing it right. And it takes time because God works outside of time for him. One day, you know, it's like one second, one year, you know, for him, it's nothing, you know, so he's where he works out of time, but his timing is perfect. So I believe that just like he has blessed my children to be with me in ministry, I know that he's still working you know, with my daughter and he's bringing her, you know, and, and, and I know that there's nothing impossible. All I need to do is just to wait upon him, wait upon him. And again, he's reminding us just like he was reminding Israel. Remember what I did. Remember how I came through you. And again, you know, God, you know, gave me that, 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 Psalms 103, and I and I know that this is for some of you this morning. And again, I'm going to read it. You know, Psalms 103, 1 through 5, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. When we praise him, when we bless him, no matter what, you know, he brings down blessings upon us. He says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. You know that he has come through you before. We got to be grateful to him and remind him, you know, who forgives all our iniquities, who heals all our diseases, who redeems our lives from destruction. Come on now, you know, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. And again, verse five, who satisfies your mouth with good things. Nothing good will be withheld from you. Nothing good will be withheld from you so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Come on. So God is getting ready to renew us like the eagles. And what those eagles do? Eagles fly. And when they fly, they fly above the storm. So God is saying in his word, you shall see that I'm going to take you above the storm, you know, above the storm. Because just like when you get in an airplane, and just like even though I have flown many times and I have flown in storms, rain, and whatever, every time you go above the clouds and you get through those clouds, you see sunshine. You see the sun. And you can be flying and there's sunshine up there above the storm and above the clouds. And sometimes God is saying in his word, you know, he's telling us that I can take you above the clouds. I can take you above the storm, you know, because I am in control. So we need to make sure that we focus on his word, that we remind ourselves what he has done for us, where he has taken us from. And like I tell you earlier, you know, like if I compare my children, a lot of times in the past, you know, I'll be going, oh, I don't know what they're doing that for. Why are they behaving the way they behave? Why are they not listening? But God had a plan. And his plan was perfect. 
And I was able to witness that in the Freedom Conference, seeing, seeing my four of my kids there, or well, three of my kids there. My other daughter is coming, and you know, and she'll be here soon. So I know that you're going to be blessed when that happens because I'm going to share that testimony with you too. Why? Because I'm calling the things that are not like they are. I'm going right into Hebrews 11. You know, what is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I'm calling it out. And in my life, I'm calling it out in my daughter's life, in our home's life, in our family's life. Why? Because the word of God is true and the word of God will fulfill itself. The word of God, it, it, it will come through for us. If we focus on God, if we stay on, on the right track and we give him the praise, we give him the glory, we give him the worship, we give him the honor, we give him what he deserves. You know, and it's our praise, you know, and I, and, I, and I know that as we praise God and as we lift up our hands and as we worship him and as we give him the honor that he deserves, blessings will come. Peace will come. Joy will come, you know, because he wants us to be at peace. He wants us to have joy in our lives especially in the times that we live in that is so difficult. So many negative stuff out there that we see, so many things that can take our focus away from him. But he's saying, believe in me, trust in me, lead not into your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge me and I will direct your path. He's directing our paths, my brothers and sisters, he is in control and he is faithful and his promises to you are yes and amen. And his word will be fulfilled. His word will be fulfilled in your home, in your family, in your ministry. So this morning, as I come to a conclusion and I have seen and I, you know, we read the word of God here, you know, and how God has come through and how God is reminding us that he has made this covenant with us. This blessing that he has given us, the blessing of Christ Jesus. And you know what? And, and I had an honor of bringing somebody, you know, you know, into salvation this weekend. And that, again, that just reminded me of God's faithfulness, of God's faithfulness. And again, I saw those coming in that have been hurt, you know, and that all that they were looking for is somebody to, to pray with them, somebody to, to be there with them. And I saw the mercy and the compassion of God you know, in the house of the Lord this weekend. God is faithful and God is on the move. God is still breaking down strongholds. God is still setting the captives free. God is still bringing deliverance, healing, and restoration. So we need to continue to move forward in him and trust in him. So again, my brothers and sisters, I pray that I made some sense this morning. I know I like to throw a lot of things out there. But you know what? I get so 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 you know woo, excited sometimes as I as I do the word. Why? Because the word is real. The word always fulfills itself. And God is faithful and merciful, and He's in control. He's in control. Not this government, not what's going on around you, but God is in control because He's working it out for you. Like I said earlier, you know, a year is like a daytime. A thousand years, you know, it's like one day for him, you know, so time is unlimited to him. So he's in control and, and his word says, guess what? That you win, that we win in Christ Jesus, that the victory is ours in Jesus name. 
that we can do all things to Christ who strengthens us. That his word says that nothing is impossible for them that believe. Nothing is impossible. The word says, I will never leave you, nor forsake you, nor abandon you. He is in control. The word says that we are his. Come on now. You know, you start you start quoting the word of God. You start quoting his promises and what he has said about you, that you are sons and daughters of the living king, of the living Lord. You know, that he has redeemed you and he has elevated you and he has set you up in high places. You know, he has set you up with the wings of eagles. You know, that you can be above the storm, that you can soar above this, the, the situation that, that you find yourself, that you can have peace in the middle of all that craziness around us because God is so faithful and God is in control and God is coming soon. Come on now. God is coming soon. And we as a church, we need to make sure that we're ready, that we're ready and that we are about doing the will of God, doing his work. So again, I'm going to leave you with that, my brothers and sisters. Again, Psalms 103. If you need, I, that keeps coming back to me. Read it, up, read it, read it to yourself again today. Pray that over yourself today, you know, because God is on the move. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for this hour. I thank you for this time. And I thank you for every one of my brothers and sisters, Father. I pray your blessings upon Father God, I release your blessings upon them. I pray that you will take them by the hand, my Lord God. Your word says that you will give your angels charge over us. They will take us by the right hand. They will keep us from falling. They will sustain us as we go along, Father God. So I pray your blessings upon them. I pray, O oh Lord, that you encourage their hearts, my Lord God, that you will bless their family, that you will bless their marriages and their children and their children's children, Father God. And I thank you for making a way, O oh Lord God, because just like you made a way for them in the desert, Father God, that their clothes never wore out, their sandals never wore out, you were their provider. You were said, Father God, that they lack nothing. So this morning, Father God, I pray for your children, Father God, that are listening. I pray that they would lack nothing, that you will bless them, Father God, that you will keep them, that you will sustain them. And I thank you for the victory that is already theirs in Christ Jesus. And I ask all this, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen and amen. Well, have a blessed week. Get ready, get ready, get ready. The best is yet to come. We got to be expecting it. I'm expecting it, you know, upon you. I'm expecting to hear testimonies from you guys of how God is moving. And again, have a blessed week. Focus, focus, focus. I love you. And we see each other soon. God bless. <laughs>